are a group of care experts with a vision of creating a world where care experienced people are thriving, not just surviving. We share our knowledge and experience to inform, uplift and empower young care experienced people to navigate the conflicts and challenges of life. In this season, we cover a range of different topics, all with a focus on personal development, from relationships, mental health and trauma, thinking about success and reimagining the care system. We know that some of these topics can be triggered, so before you listen, have a read of the summary so you can get an idea of what we'll be talking about. And as always, look after yourself and reach out if you need support. Hello everyone and welcome back to Let's Talk Conflict. My name's Leanne and I'll be co-hosting along with Alice and we'll be discussing relationships, what is a good relationship, how do you spot red flags, how do you deal with those red flags and what will you tell our younger self. Uh, let's do a quick check-in. How's everyone feeling? One word, go. Feeling good. That was two words, but good. <laughs> <laughs> excited about this podcast. Yeah, I was going to say excited, um, but I'll change it to optimistic. Nice. Um, I don't have a different word to excited, but I'm also feeling yeah. excited. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty pumped. I think the word's going to be. I've been wanting to do a, an episode on this for a while. I think it's quite an important topic, especially for care experienced uh, people. I think the first thing we're going to talk about is green flags and relationships. So first question, um, what does a good relationship look like to you? I will jump in. What a good relationship looks like to me is that you're both aware of each other's boundaries. You both know where like, each other stands. You've got a mutual level of respect and like trust for each other. I think in relationships, there needs to be a bit of like, give and take. It can't all just be what you want to do all the time. There needs to be some compromises, but I don't think it should be always compromising. I think it's, you need to get the balance right, if that makes sense. Um, and I think, like, in my opinion, like, a good relationship is someone that boosts you up when you're feeling good, but also boosts you up, like, when you're not feeling good. Like, they don't ever put you down. They're, like, your big supporter. Like, they want you to do well. They're there for you type thing. That's, in my opinion, what a good relationship should look like. Yeah, I agree. That's a good one. For me, it would be that I never feel apprehensive about talking about how I feel or Mm. a certain subject. So feeling like if I've got, well, anything to say, it's going to be received and addressed. and yeah like respected um I think that respect is just the biggest one respect of boundaries knowing that I'm a completely independent individual and not trying to restrict me in any way but also them being comfortable enough to bring up when they've got an issue and I think that the biggest thing is not avoiding conflict but dealing with it healthily so approaching something with an open mind and a yeah open mind and good intention so that everyone can feel happy that would be a good relationship for me for me like looking at it <clears throat> a bit deeper I feel like morally if I can sort of connect with someone in that relationship then it then automatically makes it a lot stronger and it, it makes it good because a lot of the times you you have situations together and then 
you'll find out that you do the same thing or you feel the same way. And and I feel like that that is really important. And also, but also it's good to have a different perspective or different feelings about something. But I feel like that moral, that moral and then values, like because they're so strong, if you can identify that in someone else, then I feel like that that could be a really good sort of stepping point or a foundation to build a good yeah. relationship. That's how I feel now. Whenever I I have like all my friends, they're all very, very good people and nice people. And I feel like that's just a given from the foundation that has to be to be in a good relationship. Yeah. I agree with that, George. Like your morals have got to kind of be aligned. Um mm-hmm. just like as a foundation level. And that's that's something for me, definitely. And another thing is like going back to what you were saying, Alice, about not being apprehensive to want to speak about anything. If there's anything that might be concerning you or niggling at you, that you can speak about things openly. And communication for me is a big one for a good, healthy relationship and being able to speak about things like openly and honestly and be able to have a discussion about things and be able to come to a conclusion at the end of it where it's not heated or it doesn't get into a, an argument or anything like that it, just mm. being able to speak to someone and for them to be able to hear you and like hear actually what you're saying and not want to do something about what you're saying or react to it or something like that just actually listening to to what you're saying yeah I understand it's like as well having honesty as well like the person knowing that the person will be honest with you and also having that peace in their presence where you don't feel uneasy or you don't feel like you're walking on eggshells around them. You can be yourself around them and you don't feel like you're being judged or you have to act a certain way to actually be accepted by them and stuff. And just having a genuine interest as well Mm. in trying to find out about me and also, also as well, opening up on their side as well. There's a balance in how much is shared and having no ulterior motive that just, you know, a good person and just want to be a good friend or, you know, a colleague or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's that's me. <laughs> I think everything's covered. But um, for me, I would definitely say I have to be comfortable around the person. Trust is a big thing to me. I have to be able to trust this person that I confide in and know, you know, that they're here to uplift me and, you know, want me to do well. I think those are the main things. And I don't have to feel like I'm hiding myself or, you know, um, suppressing like my interests, mm-hmm. my person, my personality. I feel like a lot of things that are great about you should be emphasised and doing better, improving on yourself, but not in a way that, you know, is taken away, is making it more negative, if that makes sense. So I think that's for what I define a good relationship. What I usually try and do these days to kind of manage my relationships is like try and come up with like a pro, I know it sounds bad, but like a kind of, priority list in my head or write it down mm. so like obviously top priority would be Alice my sister and my parents and then obviously my close friends and I feel like in that way it makes it easier for me to manage them relationships because some of them may need more of my attention some might not may need as much of my attention or but like you have that understanding and that awareness of what who around you is important to you and then you can kind of go from there and focus your energy on on them things rather than just like a lot of the time be overwhelmed or care about so many what people think or you're you really care about this relationship but you, that relationship and it's just too much so i feel like especially managing relationships it's a, it's a good way to do that
Okay, so um, we've spoken about what a good relationship is. We're going to move in, move on to what a red flag and how we um, spot red flags. Um, for me, a red flag would be a lack of communication. For instance, waiting on a response from a person and it's not consistent. And when you do hear back from this person, they're not acknowledging the delay in reply. And obviously, the excuse is not valid. But obviously, we need to highlight that there are valid reasons but it's just common courtesy for people to acknowledge their absence in not replying to you. So um, I'll open up the floor now to everyone else to drop in what their red flags would be. Yeah, I think communication is really important. I, I feel you on that one. I feel like behaviour versus communication as well is, is another one. Like they could say one thing, but do another and do another thing mm. and say another thing. So I feel like that can be really confusing. I mean, a lot of the time now, the way I deal with that is just cut them off and just be like, see you later, bye. Like, that's not how we roll. If you want to have a relationship with me, like, you don't do that. That's just not what you do. So, that I mean, that internal conflict, that that's the kind of way I would deal with it, but I don't know about anyone else. I would say I'll do that too. <laughs> yeah. I, know, I know it is ruthless. Like, it is ruthless because a lot of the time you could, you not a lot of the time, but sometimes you could be jumping the gun if you've already come to that conclusion or but I guess if they repeatedly are doing that lack of communication or doing something but saying another thing, then, yeah, you got, you kind of have to put your foot down. Yeah. That's probably a main sort of red flag for me. I've found usually in, in, in with those kind of people or in, people are, are acting in that kind of way, a lot of the time they're not worth the time to try and be like, you know, this ain't cool. Mm. or even, well even if it's a situation where, when you're in a relationship and they start to do that and yeah it is important to say you know this ain't cool I've noticed you start doing this but then it's how they react I feel like how they react is really important in that situation and then I would make a decision from there but that's just me I don't know how everyone else would feel about it yeah I used to freeze I used to like just not do anything and just like, and I was like, no, I need to have boundaries. This is hurting me, so I'm gonna like speak up. So you speak up about it, and again, how the person reacts will tell you whether they value your friendship or not. Yeah. And if they react in a negative way, then you know it goes back to your values and how you treat people. Yeah. We're not aligned, so we can be friends that from is. a distance, or but you know, I don't hate you. Just <laughs> you know, I just don't want to be hurt. That's it. I think in, in that sense, certainly for me, there's not, a lot of the time, there's not any sort of feeling in it or emotion. It's more like a just, oh, they don't do that like me. Or, that, that doesn't work for me, sorry. Yeah. Rather than, you know, I guess obviously it depends how, how deep the relationship is, but yeah. Yeah, and when it happens in the relationship, because it doesn't always show straight away, yeah. does it? Yeah. you can have a little bit down the line when you are a little bit invested so. I feel I feel like it's important to know as well like you won't sort of notice it straight away yeah I like certainly but for me noticing a red flag it just doesn't just hit me in the face and then I'm like oh sometimes yeah. it does take a bit of processing or a bit yeah. of time to kind of reflect and and understand it I think for me the biggest red flag is questioning my boundaries or making me feel guilty for my preferences for the way I do things like yeah I don't know in the past I've been on a date and they wanted to pick me up and take me on the date and I said no I'll, I'll get myself there and I'll take myself home that's how I feel most safe and then I get the 
yeah, but you're safe with me. I won't do that. And it's like, yeah, that's what they all say. That's, you know, the bad people say that too. So, you know, don't question me on that. That's my boundary. And um, yeah, so that's like one thing for me. I'll jump in. I think red flags in relationship is different depending on the person. So like if it's like a friend, I think my red flags is like loyalty and it's support when you've got them and constantly wanting to meet up but like always letting you down or like going behind your back. I think a friend is like a lot different in a relationship. Like I think in a romantic relationship, it could be just to start off with, it could just be like that, oh, I don't want you wearing that or I don't want you going there or they're just trying to like control you a wee bit. They'll say that they're wanting to like support your best interests, but like really they're just wanting you to themselves. Do you know what I mean? So like they don't want you going out or they don't want you doing things that you normally do. But mm-hmm. I think there's definitely differences between friends and romantic relationships for sure. Yeah. I think for me, like a red flag for me, like going back to what you were saying, Alice, if I've got a boundary or if, if I tell them like, look, these are my boundaries, whether it's a friend or a boyfriend or a girlfriend, whatever it might be, if I speak to them about my boundaries and then they kind of ignore them or just keep disrespecting them, then that is a massive red flag to me. And how they respond as well to like when I'm telling them about my boundaries is also like a massive, can be a massive red flag depending on how they respond to it. I like that you said the communicating of boundaries, that's one really effective thing in relationships all relationships and uh, making that really clear so you mm. know where it's not a hidden thing no one else can help you decide what your boundaries are and if you don't share that or disclose it it can be really hard for people to navigate and you know yeah. conflict resolution aspects in relationships so that is really good thanks for that Evie. sometimes i think we idolize relationships and there's this conflict or you don't want to be a loner <laughs> it's so bad to be a loner yeah. So you have this conflict of wanting to have the relationship or having this idealism of what relationship looks like. So when you finally meet somebody, you think, oh, it's amazing. And you become blinded by everything. Um, And then when the person has been horrible to you because you want this companionship or this friendship so much, you struggle with letting go. And even though you have all the head knowledge and all that kind of stuff, and if the person then becomes abusive, they can actually control you. And keep you in that situation so it's yeah. it's that conflict of yeah it's difficult to explain though it is it's very hard to explain especially coercive control because it's not necessarily a bruise on your arm it's a bruise in your feelings you know and it's it's difficult if you can't see how can you quantify it but um i've got some examples of coercive uh, behavior as well which uh, can look a bit like isolating you from your family and friends or diff- depriving you of your basic needs such as food or medical attention monitoring your time like where are you where have you been I need you home now this that and the other um monitoring you via online communication tools as well or even like a tracking app on your your snapchat or whatever checking where you are um taking control over aspects of your everyday life such as where you go who you can see what you can wear when you can sleep repeatedly putting you down such as saying you're worthless or it can be a little bit more subtle where you just you don't feel quite right about what they've said they can be humiliating degrading dehumanizing controlling your finances uh making threats or intimidating you so that is in a nutshell what abusive 
behaviour looks like. So if you'd like more information, uh, we're going to signpost some charities that uh, can give you more information and even um, help you if you're if you feel like you're in this situation. There is a lot of help out there. And uh, one thing that we would like to remind everyone of, it is never your fault. You never deserve any abuse. No matter what you've done, it is always the perpetrator's fault or the abuser's fault. They have a choice. They never, they, it doesn't ever need to happen. It's never your fault. yourself any advice or tell your younger self anything about dating or relationships and how to look for red flags or what to concentrate on what would that be i think i'll tell my younger um younger self to go in a relationship that supports you where you feel comfortable to be within yourself and you know that's definitely something that i would tell my younger self go into a relationship knowing that you want to be in a relationship first and foremost and you feel comfortable in that relationship like never try and change yourself immediately because that's that's quite a warning sign that you're trying to change yourself to fit in one thing i would probably tell myself would be like not to rush relationships or or be like very careful not to be sucked in as easily or something like that like always it, i mean look at it like a process and take it slow and that's with most relationships but especially romantic relationships mm. that's probably one thing i would tell myself so for me there's a few uh so first of all it would be don't concentrate on whether they like you you need to know whether you like them make sure that you're in a space where you're not vulnerable i mean everyone's vulnerable to a certain degree but some of the relationships i've been in i have been dependent like i have not been my whole self and i've become dependent on another person and they ended up not having the greatest of intentions and also be confident in addressing potential issues and yeah like Georgia said take your time they will respect you if they've got good intentions it doesn't matter how long it takes it it's your pace don't be in a rush I have a quote um I think it's Maya Angelo that says this is like when somebody um actually shows you who they are the first time believe them yes <laughs> yes believe yes. them because we as people we don't often change or we find it hard to change so if somebody is showing you something about their character i would say to my younger self believe them <laughs> don't think yeah. they're gonna change preach it girl can i put up with this is mm. this something that i want so that comes back with being self-aware and you learn this as you use through life you yeah self-aware about what you need what your values are and making sure that whoever you invite into your life match to what you want because you can't change them <laughs> yeah no, and it's not your job to either that's another thing you, you know oh, a fixer upper no it's not your job i'll go next so one for me would be to know yourself and to love yourself before you want to love anyone else because you really need there's there's a part of loving yourself but there's a real part of knowing who you are as well um mm-hmm. before you go there with someone um and also like it's okay to be alone like it's absolutely fine to be alone and personally I would much rather be alone than be surrounded by people that don't have my best interests at heart that don't want to look after me and that don't show me the love that I deserve so 
give it to yourself before you want to give it away to anyone else yeah it's alone not lonely that is yeah. so true <laughs> yeah 100% oh and the biggest one no is a complete answer and you don't need to explain yeah I would also say go into a relationship knowing that you're going to enjoy the relationship relationships are a part of you that you've decided willingly to go into so it shouldn't be a struggle it should be really enjoyable it should be enjoyable what I would tell my younger self would be know your worth like I wish my younger self knew how she should have been treated and I think sometimes you end up in like a cycle of like similar relationships and you think that that's like all you're ever going to get but then like someone will come along and like treat you a lot better and then I wish I'd realised that I should have been treated better from earlier on but yeah I'd, I'd be like that know your worth you deserve the best like you don't deserve anything less 100 percent. yeah and it doesn't matter who you are doesn't matter what you've got it doesn't matter where you come from you're a human being you deserve respect it doesn't whatever you've got attached to your life it, it matters not you deserve to be treated with respect and kindness that is the bare minimum yeah everyone deserves that it doesn't matter what you look like or anything like that you are worth that at least mm-hmm. so that's something that I won't budge on from now on. Thank you for listening to our podcast. I hope you found it really useful and something that you can apply into your relationships, whether that's intimate, within friends or family. If we've touched on anything in this um, episode that you'd like us to elaborate on or talk about, we're always willing to talk on our social media channels. We're going to sign signpost some useful charities and organisations, so please check out the link below. Thanks for listening all. for listening to let's talk conflict we'd love to hear from you so if you'd like to get in touch you can reach us on let's talk conflict at leapcc.org.uk or find us on twitter and instagram at leap underscore cc this podcast has been produced in partnership with leap confronting conflict and edited by helena webb Let's Talk Conflict has been supported by the Esme Fairburn Foundation, the Curtin Magda Stern Foundation, the Trebian Trust and the Rain Foundation. Next week we will be exploring access to mental health services and some of the barriers for care experienced young people. We have a special guest joining us who is a PhD researcher in this area, so make sure you tune in next week.